Hey everyone, I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, Summer. It's a love, love, love revolution in a revolutionary time. It's a love, love, love revolution in a revolution. I went to get my dad a card. I could not find a card anywhere. Really? All the ones I found were just so not what I wanted to send him. Mm-hmm. Then I looked online, couldn't find anything anywhere. Finally ended up finding one on Amazon, which is so weird. Who even thinks to look for a card for a on card. Amazon? But I found a great one. So I ordered it and sent it to him. He loved it. Of course, he told me he cried, you know, the way he Aww. is. <laughs> and he's so cute. And Amazon was like, review your purchase. And I was like, LOL, I'm not reviewing a card. I don't review anything. Right. (laughs) Then I realized, oh my God, you already know that I have a thing for people reviewing really simple items. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, are people (laughs) reviewing this card? And the answer is yes. And now it is my thing. If anyone listening likes to read reviews of really earnest people reviewing simple things, you have to read some card reviews on Amazon. (laughs) That is amazing. I know how everyone else's life is supposed to fly by. Then someone turns and says, what about you? This is by far the worst of the four. (laughs) I've hated all of them so far. The first two I hated in a funny, like fun way. Yeah. This one I actually just thought was really, really, really bad. The montage of Rory and Lorelai handing out the stacks of the Gazette newspapers. There was so much in there that I don't know why we were watching it. Yeah. Never have have I been watching something and been so aware of like the editing process. I was watching it and thinking, why didn't you cut this out? Why is this in here? Especially because Lorelai herself in that meeting afterward in a roundabout way says this is really bad. Yeah. So why did you guys show the audience 10 minutes of it? And then another five minutes later on. (laughs) The amount of real estate that the musical takes up is baffling. When we watched Younger, when you said you sort of disliked Sutton Foster, or or (laughs) I think maybe you said that you found her irritating or something. Yeah. Was it because of this? No, it's actually because of Bunheads, which is another show that Amy Sherman Palladino has written and, and stars Sutton Foster. And it's just so much, she's a little bit similar to her self in this. It's like a, I don't know. It's a theatrical performance. All of it is because she's a theater actress. I love her in Younger. I didn't find her irritating at all, but I can see how if you've seen her in more of this yeah. type of character first, 
that it could carry over. I try not to let it because I've also heard she's like a wonderful person in real life. And she's very talented. She's incredibly talented and she's a great theater actress. And one thing I love is that the actor that plays in the musical is her ex-husband. Oh, wow. That's Christian Borle. And he's another really accomplished Broadway actor. And they were married. And it's just like, I don't know, something about the fact that she's able to work so closely with her ex-husband is just nice to me. So I feel like that takes a special kind of person. So I just know in real life, she must be like the most amazing person. And she's so talented, but she's annoying. Also, stop making actors smoke cigarettes when you can tell that they don't she's not even inhaling it and she's holding it weird stop doing it someone (laughs) commented that on on one of our tiktoks about timmy and call me by your name (laughs) which wasn't as bad because he was just smoking it like a joint you could at least tell that he's like done it it's just wasn't a cigarette right but in this case This is a person who doesn't smoke and you can tell. Don't do it then. I don't understand what the purpose of showing so much of it is. They show three full beginning to end songs. I had the same feeling though in Younger when they did those musical numbers. I swear to God she puts it in her contract. (laughs) But those can't even be compared. This Younger thing was like a a 30 second clip that gave you a a sense of a whole show this was we there were no cuts they just played a musical number three separate times it was hell i didn't watch it and it was the only thing that the only redeeming thing about the musical is it is hysterical to me every time when they come out and sing waterloo I think it's so funny. It makes absolutely no sense why. And then and then in the notes section, when Taylor mentions that they have nine ABBA songs that they sat there and sang, which is hysterical. Look, last thing, ABBA? Ah, thanks for reminding me. We all love the ABBA songs, but my attorney warned me that doing the nine ABBA songs at the end might entangle us in some messy litigation. I don't even know what Waterloo is. It's an ABBA song. And it was what they were doing the kick line to. No idea about a kick line even. Wow, you were Skip really fast forward. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I didn't watch 10 seconds of it. Well, I didn't think you were going to watch it, but I thought you would watch it at least with no sound on fast forward. You really skipped the crap out of no, it. No, I literally scrolled. Scrolled. Wow. That's an intense. <laughs> I was watching on my iPad. I put my finger on that dot and I scrolled. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. <laughs> This is her husband, Daniel, who wrote and directed this monstrosity. So I knew that Jack would make it. Oh, my God, I'm even doing it now. (laughs) I knew that Jess would make an appearance (laughs) at some point, but I was not prepared for it when it happened. Yeah, it is a weird scene, too. And when he walked around the corner, my actual full thought was, why is Jack Pearson in Gilmore Girls? I knew him as Jess for years before I ever saw This Is Us, but I can't see him as an adult as anyone other than Jack. And it was very odd. I wasn't as excited to see him as I really expected I would be because it was like Jack was sitting there with Rory. It didn't like I couldn't even 
I couldn't see him as Jess. Okay. And it is a version of Jess that we've like literally never seen. He's like a totally new person. But after he he and Rory have that conversation and he walks out and we watch him and Luke hug through the window, I did want to cry a little. When he takes his hat off and throws it. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it so much. For some reason, this scene with him and Rory really gets my mind going as the actual like life that they have like normally when I'm watching a year in the life it feels very much like I'm watching Gilmore Girls like I'm watching a tv show and for some reason hearing Jess talk about how he's in town to have lunch with Luke and how they have to deal with Liz and TJ it just made me think that they're real people who have like a life and he's coming home to visit his uncle I was also thinking about what it's like for Luke to have a relationship with Jess as an adult. Yeah. When he's so much more capable and has a job and is not just causing him headaches and can actually just be an adult person that comes to visit him because he loves him. It really warms my heart to see him. It was such an earnest moment when Jess suggested to Rory that she write about her and her mom. You just got to find that thing that makes you feel so that your readers feel it. What makes you feel? Did I tell you I lost my wallet? You should write a book. Ugh, thanks for the Naomi Shropshire flashbacks. Lovely. And I know what you should write. What? You should write about you and your mom. What? It's a cool story. It's got a point of view. And it's something only you can write. And when Lorelai hears it later that he suggested it and she's so dismissive of him, Mm -hmm. I was annoyed. Where is this coming from? What inspired you? I was frustrated. I was talking to Jess. Jess, how the hell did he get into this? He was here visiting Luke. Oh, great. I'm looking forward to Jess's take on me. That's terrific. It's not his take on you. Sorry, I could write about something else. I don't really understand Lorelai's reaction. Doesn't seem like in character for Lorelai at all. No, it doesn't. That's not something she's ever cared about. What's the thing about the bucket? I don't know. They, well, I they, Googled it because I'm like, is this a storyline that no. I forgot from Gilmore Girls? It's not. No, it's just nothing. It's just some thing that they that she mentions in that conversation about how apparently when Rory was a kid, she left her in a bucket. When I was reading on Reddit or somewhere about it, someone said, well, it's a continuation of the show. So everything they reference doesn't have to have happened in the original show. Mm-hmm. It could just be new information that we're getting. Which I agree with in theory, but the way that was presented was like it was something we were supposed to have already known. Agreed. It's weird. And there is a lot of mentions of it in that conversation that they have for no reason. But her whole attitude does not seem anything like Lorelai. She's so negative about it from the get-go. It doesn't even make any sense. It's because she feels like she's a private person and she doesn't want her life put out there. I've never gotten that sense from Lorelai at all. Lorelai loves talking about herself. She's so self-centered and loves telling people about her life and making herself important. And she's like queen of Stars Hollow and she doesn't want Rory to write a book. And also it's Rory. It's not like it's Uh, an outside source who's going to like make her look bad in this book. It's not like Emily's writing the book about her. And any of the things that Lorelai would be nervous about being in the book, most of Stars Hollow already knows. Right. And then that's a totally different conversation. If there was like something specific for some reason that she didn't want in the book, Rory would just not write it in. Like, have She's going to let her read it when she's done. And (laughs) she can say, hey, this anecdote 
right take it out right like so you don't want the whole and then it's as if it's a story no one knows like that you got pregnant at 16 and that you've lived in stars hollow this whole time and like most of it is going to be stuff people know i wrote down the title of the article that rory looks up teen mom lorelei gilmore arrives in stars hollow what (laughs) newspaper (laughs) writes that article anyway the Gazette, apparently. <laughs> With the- is that not a weird title or it, what? It is a weird title, and Lorelai is spelled wrong in the title for some reason. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's so weird, but I, it doesn't make any sense. Didn't you think it was weird that when Jess shows up, how long should we assume it's been since they've seen each other? A long time. Isn't it weird that she doesn't stand the fuck up? Yeah, and that there's no... They get immediately into their banter, which is cute. I get it. But there's no... Yeah, I I know. They, like, almost didn't do a good job of explaining, like, do they talk all the time? It seems like they do. Right. From the way... Exactly. Like what? Like every six months. Correct. It does seem that way. And I think that we see that in the next one too, that that it does seem like that he's, he's been around because they're not doing a major catch up. They're kind of just doing like a status check-in where she's like, you know, is everything still good at the press or wherever he works? And like, he asks about her. So they probably talk once every six months, but it is weird when he comes in and she just sits there. It always bothers me. I'm like, why are you not standing up? This doesn't make any sense. If it's been years since they've spoken it should have been it should have felt different yeah if it's been six months that they've spoken and they and they do speak a couple of times a year she would have gotten up he would have walked in she would have gotten up kissed him on the cheek as they were talking totally and like blah 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 yeah it was a very weird like stilted and all of it in general feels so overly written everything rory says in that scene just feels so over rehearsed like she's monologuing to him instead of having an actual conversation and also stop slamming the glass down when you're pouring whiskey or scotch or whatever that is into the glass that she's had you're not supposed to toss it back like a shot and slam it on the desk (laughs) what are you drinking like that for jess was sipping it in that scene because he's a woman in need of a drink she's like i'm gonna pound this back and slam it on the desk and call it lunch which is really (laughs) (laughs) nope so we woke charlie up Woke Charlie up again. Oh, how about some lunch? Sure. Very Lou Grant. Also, why the reference to Nora Ephron? I feel bad about my neck. Yeah. What age of a person is going to get that reference? Like, it's only a fluke that I even know that reference. I didn't know. I thought she was just trashing what Nora Rory was making. That's a reference to something. What's a reference? It's to? her. It's her memoir. Nora Ephron's memoir. Oh. Oh, I per- not- see. Here we go. Perfect I did not, example. I did not know that. I thought it was like Rory, like slamming what Nora Ephron looked like. That's what I. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> That's Even what I- better. Par for the course for Rory. The people who get that reference are like my mom's. Like, is that who they're writing this for? Sixty-eight-year-olds. I guess so. And it's supposed to be a funny joke that that woman just stands at the filing cabinet all day every day. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be funny if the rest of it was good that would actually be funny but yeah. i'm too annoyed to find it funny yeah the stuff at the gazette i think is just a wasted opportunity like i don't know there could have been so much more there and and then we did not need a 20 minute montage of them delivering the newspapers to these boots are made for walking and her throwing the tote bag of newspapers into the trash and then and coming then back and coming getting back it. and getting it the oh, only stupid the only line that i i did like one line in that montage when rory is delivering the newspapers to bootsy the newspaper guy nope there's 38 here i'm supposed to get 40 i'll come back with two more i can't accept partial delivery oh you can and you will this entire thing is insulting to real fans of the show it really it is. undermines every aspect yeah because my thing is like why not have rory i feel like the gazette is a really good place for rory to end up why not have rory like totally revamp the newspaper and like bring like i don't know isn't that what she's doing well yeah but but now she's focused on this book that's gonna be her oh right 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 so so like so like it seems like that was a placeholder for her to then suddenly start writing this book. Like now that's what her whole career is going to be about. Also her whole career is going to be about writing this book. What does she think it's going to make her like instantly famous? It makes no sense. She's Dan. Who's Dan? Oh, from Gossip Girl. All it takes is one book. (laughs) Yeah. And then you can move into the Vanderwoods and like, she's not a famous person. No one's going to give a shit about that book. Who was going to no, care about that? She's she's writing a memoir. Call it what it is. Yeah. And who who cares about the her memoir? The only way that that is successful is if you're famous. Right. Or if you're some sort of influencer with a huge following. Right. Who, who the hell is going to care about Rory Gilmore's memoir? And like, as if it's some groundbreaking story that she's close with her mother who had her at 16. When she said a riches to rag story, I wanted to scream at the top of my lungs. The privilege? <laughs> I can't. As though Lorelai couldn't at any point have gone back to her parents and said, I'm in trouble. I need help. And her parents would have taken their millions of dollars and all their power and connections and taken care of whatever it was. And I don't know, as if that isn't exactly what she did. And the the premise of the entire show is that Lorelai had to finally go back to her parents' millions and millions of dollars of wealth and get help for her daughter. (laughs) Anyway, what did you think of Luke and Lorelai's conflict at the end? I actually thought that was a really good scene. I think it's the best scene of the episode besides the one that Jess has with Rory at the Gazette because it actually says all the things that we've been thinking for the past two episodes about like, why, why are they acting like this? And why are they like this? Why didn't you tell me you went out looking for franchise locations with my mother? Is that something someone hides? I was caught out today. I don't like being caught out. Oh, you don't like being caught out? Yes. Why didn't you tell me you weren't going to therapy with your mother anymore? I don't know. Why'd you hide it? I don't know. She hasn't been going for a while. That's what she said. Yes. So where have you been? I mean, you guys aren't doing therapy anymore. So where are you on those days? The days you say you're in therapy. I was still going. You're still going. By myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't believe me? I believe you. And when Luke lays out how their arrangement quote is. You know, we struck a deal. What deal? You've got your life and I've got mine. You keep your crazy family away from me and I'll keep my crazy family away from you. Really? That's the way it is? 
That's how two people who are partners are supposed to be? What the hell is this? What is going on here? Why is everything so separate with us? How the hell do I know? I mean, you set it up. What? Yeah, our lives were set up by you. I just went along with it. How the hell did that happen? I don't know. Ask your therapist. Finally talking about all this stuff that they've apparently just not talked about the entire God knows how long they've been together. I can't imagine what's going to happen. I hope it's good. Fall really takes a turnaround. There's a low point. You're going to be mad about something that happens in fall, but but it really tells stories much better. At the end of spring, you asked me what my predictions were. Yeah. And you told me that one of them was surprisingly extremely accurate. So I'm wondering what it is. It looks like it could be the Michelle one. It looks like it's headed there. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, that's okay. what it is. It's Michelle. That's what I was just going to say we have to talk about is we didn't talk about Michelle's storyline at all. What's with the... The secret bar? Yeah. I don't know. It's some weird addition. They mentioned it in the last episode at the at the town hall meeting about... Babette makes some comment about the secret bar. I don't know. They have a, a bar in oh, Star's Hall. I didn't hear it because I skip over whenever <laughs> she's talking. <laughs> Taylor doesn't know about it, but they have a secret bar. Where's Kurt? He was not in this episode at all. Why? I don't know. He's in fall. So what do you think about that Michelle and Lorelai scene? I don't see how it's actually going to work. When Lorelai explains why she can't expand the property, Mm because there's stuff on every side. Is there a way we can expand the dragonfly? Make it bigger? Add a spa? I was born to run a spa. Michelle... I've got a nature preserve on one side, a fire lane on the other side, protected wetlands on the other side, and I'm not allowed to put guests in the barn unless they'll eat oats. Well, I need more. More to do, more responsibility, more money. I also really like how he knows what he's worth. He knows what he brings to the table. But he also said that he knows she's not in a position where it makes sense to pay him what he's worth. Right. It it was just a very practical conversation and you could feel the love between them underneath it all totally i love what he says to her how about if i come up with more money for you you'll overpay me now and part of my pay comes out of yours you think michelle only sees as far as his own reflection huh i see the books i need more money and you need someone you can pay less can you deny that I love him. It's really good. I think it's so funny how he's practicing for kids. Oh my God. I love when he's like, we have a baby on the way. You do? I think Frederick ordered one. I have to check. So ridiculous. This one was a huge culprit of the repeating. There was like six. What is that thing that Luke keeps saying in the beginning? Floaty hut. (laughs) The floaty hut. Somebody vandalized the floaty hut. Involving the floaty hut. The floaty hut? What happened to my floaty hut? Thought you didn't want people to know you donated the floaty hut. I don't, but it's my floaty hut. Finally, back to the floaty hut. Who gives a crap about the floaty hut? I don't. I'm just curious. If you're so curious, why don't you marry it? What about the floaty hut? Man, they did a real job on that floaty hut. Please don't say it again. I will quit this podcast. I'm back. I'm not back. Welcome back, Rory. Oh, I'm not back. How you're back? Well, I'm not back. Welcome back, by the way. Yeah, I'm not back. You look back. She looks back to me. Well, she's not back. Welcome back, Rory. I'm not back. Welcome back, Rory. I'm not back. Say welcome back. I'm not back. Yeah, hey, well, welcome back. Always knew you'd be back. Well, then you were wrong, Bootsy, because I'm not back. You look back to me. Welcome back, Rory. Really, compare notes, people. Please. I'm not back. Before you were back. I'm not back. Hey, you're back. I'm not back. Kinky boots. And she was kinky boots. 
You mean she was in Kinky Boots? No, no, she played the lead. She was Kinky Boots. <laughs> there was no character named Kinky Boots. I mean, the girl was Kinky Boots. She was in Kinky Boots. There's no character named Kinky Boots. She was Kinky Boots. And she was Kinky Boots. Babette, I love you. But Kinky Boots was a show, not a character. And she was in the road show of Kinky Boots, not the Broadway show. And she wasn't Kinky Boots. She was Trish, the factory worker. Oh, God, why? <laughs> I don't know. There's like six in this episode. How lovely was the fat shaming montage that went on in the beginning? <sighs> this aired in 2016. Definitely should not have put that in. It wasn't even an offhand comment. It no. was actually the premise of the yeah, scene. Of, yeah. Let's just make fun of this guy. That's never been funny. No. It's not even By the way, fun. it's not like society has finally woken up. Like, right. It's never been funny. It wasn't funny on Friends. It's never no. been funny. Also, why are they at a pool? Like, because it's that's summer. not like a thing that they do. Exactly. They, none of them do anything that is what they normally do. Yeah. Rory is still dating Paul. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> I won't do it. Do they want us to hate them? I don't know what the goal is, honestly. So what do you think about the end of the episode? Lorelai is going off to do wild. A few weeks. Maybe longer. Lorelai, what is this? I'm going to do wild. What? Wild. I don't... You mean the movie? The book. What's the difference? Liberties were taken in the movie. The book is more pure. I'm going to do the book. I like Luke's reaction. I actually think it's funny when he lists all the things. And it's a trail. I know. It's outdoors. I know. It's in nature. I know. There's dirt, bugs. Animals. I know. Mosquitoes. Rivers. I know. You have to carry your own backpack. I know. By yourself. I know. You can't take Dewey and Brandon. Their mothers wouldn't let me. You have to sleep on the ground. I know. You cook your own food. I know. You boil your own water. I know. You get your water from a stream. I know. That's in nature. I know. I actually think that's pretty funny. But her saying I know to every single one was annoying. The repetition was annoying, but that means that she's actually thought this through enough that she's thought of all of those things. Yeah. And she's still doing it. I don't think she's actually going to end up doing it. But when you come to someone who's been your partner for that many years and you say something like that, you can't do that on a whim. It has to be something that you've fully thought out and you're committed to doing it's so i don't know it just bothers me luke is not perfect he has his flaws but overall he's a good guy and he's really patient and i just think it's flippant and reckless to say that to him and it's so dismissive of him and their life and what's going on and their conflict that they just had like she's running away from him basically and and look at all of that he's doing just in this episode alone for her when he goes to the dragonfly and is making lunch for everybody because she still doesn't have a chef because she keeps firing them. And words gotten around to all the famous celebrity <laughs> chefs. If they had crowdsourced these episodes, yeah. if they were written by the yes. fans, they would have been a hundred times better. A hundred, fifty thousand times better. Can we end this now? I'm in hell. <laughs> yes. If you enjoyed this episode, I don't know, share it with somebody and give us a five-star review on iTunes and on Spotify. Till next time. Bye.